Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Okay, Peyton. Dude, we have one book left after this. Then we'll have read all of the Junie B. Jones. Whoa, gosh, say that ten times fast. Junie B. Jones, Dumb Bunny. <laughs> Junie B. Jones, Dumb Bunny. <laughs> all right, ready? Let's finish this brouhaha. K? K to the KK? You're supposed to say something back. KK. K to the KK? KK. Want to read to the read, read? Yes, me. Bye. <laughs> We're not playing our game very well. Hey. One more time. Read to the read, read. Read, read. Yes, that is how you do it. <laughs> like when I say, do you want some, well, not you, but if I ask one of my friends or our, our family, do you want some cough to the cough, cough? What does that mean? Coffee. Coffee. I'll say, you guys want cough to the cough, cough? And then if they say yes, they say what? They don't have to say it. They don't? No. Well, it's fun if they do. Um, hi, delivery man. Hmm? I said hi, delivery man. Oh, I put the new shoes here. Okay. This is not as a recipe for disaster. Thank you. You got a shoe delivery. <laughs> you love shoe deliveries, huh? We got a bunch of new shoes today. Okay, let's get this party rolling. Chapter five, the jelly belly Bean game. Lucille's daddy clapped his hands loud together. Boys and girls, please find a seat at one of the picnic tables. Lunch will be served shortly. I waited to see where Sheldon was going to sit. May waited too, because both of us had to keep track of that guy, of course. Only too bad for me because as soon as Sheldon had picked a table, Lucille sat down next to him. And room, May slid to the other side and I got shut out. Wait, hold it. No fair, I said. Then I tried to squeeze myself in between May and Sheldon, but May would not budge herself. I did a grr face, and I hissed at May like a snake. I have three snakes, girl. Four. You keep forgetting about Spots, though. Oh. They're not. He's not mine. Well, Molly said you could have them. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. I stood there very puzzled. I do not actually have to come back, have a comeback for a hiss. Finally, I went to the other side of the table and I sat down across from them. That dumb May, I grumped just to myself. She keeps getting one step ahead of me today. Plus, Sheldon is one head of step of me too. One step ahead of me too. I looked across the table. Lucille was whispering to Sheldon, very secret. May leaned in over and she listened through Sheldon's other ear. Whispers came through the other ear. Whispers can come through, oh, can come right through Sheldon's head apparently. I put my chin back in my head. I don't stand a chance at this stupid egg hunt, I said to her. He gave me a little pat. Sometimes a little pat is all a friend can do, only guess what? Just then, something very nice happened, and it's called... Lucille's Nana walked over to where I was sitting, and she sat in a chair at the end of my table, and I jumped up real thrilled. Nana, Nana, look, look, it's me, Junie B. Jones, and you are sitting exactly right next to me, I shouted. That Nana glanced her eyes at Lucille's mother and daddy. Yes, I know, dear. 
I lost the, twang, the coin toss. She said kind of annoyed. Can I sat. Fake ones? Yeah, but next time. I sat back down and tickled her arm. This reminds me of when we ate dinner together last year, I said. That was very fun, except I accidentally broke your china glass. Remember that, Nana? Huh? Do you remember that? The Nana nodded. Yes, I remember, she said. I thought back. Plus, I accidentally busted your pillow. And if I'm not mistaken, I spilled beanie weenies on your expensive linen tablecloth. What are I said, weenies? like little hot dogs. The Nana looked at me. You're not mistaken, she said. I smiled and patted her hand. Good times, I said real soft. May heard me talking. Well, Lucille and I are going to have good times too, right, Lucille, when I come to swim at your pool? That will really be good times, she said. Sheldon looked around at her and grinned. Don't count your chickens before they hashed, May. Nana did a little chuckle. I think you mean hatched, dear. It's don't count your chickens before they've hatched. Not hashed, she said. Sheldon raised his eyebrows. Really? Are you sure? Because at our house, my Aunt Bunny brings chicken hash for dinner every Sunday, he said. Chicken hash is her specialty. He smiled real proud. Aunt Bunny was a chef in prison, he said. <laughs> the, the Nana's face went funny. and She lowered her head to the table and she rested her cheek on her napkin. I leaned my face next to her. Speaking of bunnies, Lucille said the Easter Bunny would be here today. Only I haven't seen him yet, and so where is he anyway, Nana, I asked. Lucille did a huff at me. Nosy Junie B, why do you have to ask that question, she said. My Nana does not want to talk about that. Do you, Nana? You made a teensy little mistake about the bunny, and now, and you don't want anyone to know about how you almost ruined the party. The Nana did a groan. Lucille kept on talking. My Nana was in charge of hiring the Easter Bunny. Only instead of hiring the real Easter Bunny, she hired a cheap, fake Easter Bunny. Right, Nana? The Nana did not reply. Lucille went on. The fake bunny came to our house to get his pay yesterday, only his fur was real matty, and the top of his ear was chewed off. But he told my Nana that he freshened up nicely, and so Nana gave him cash money in advance, and then he hopped to the front door and he never came back. That Nana raised her head. Thank you, Lucille. Thank you for sharing that with everybody. You're welcome, Nana, said Lucille. You're very welcome. <laughs> Nana rolled her eyes. Lucille does not understand sarcastic, I believe. Just then, Lucille's daddy stood up at the picnic table and he said it was time to get this show on the road. He held up a silver bell and rang it in the air. Tingling, tingling, ling. Then boom, waiters started to bring food from all over the place. It was a deliciousness food I ever saw. There were barbecued hamburgers and tasty hot dogs and crispy chicken fingers and crunchy mm. salad and yummy mm. potato chips and sweet pickles. Plus there was delicious Ew. deviled eggs. Whoa, what a spread, I said. I stuffed a devilish egg in my mouth. Also, an also stuffed in a pickle and some chips and a giant chicken finger. Mm. I didn't stop stuffing for a long, real time, a real long time. Then finally I leaned back and I rubbed my big fat tummy. Whew, I'm about to get a, to bust a gusset, I said. Are you, Nana, huh? Are you about to bust a gusset too? Oh my God. The Nana frowned, frown, fr frown, blah, frowned her eyebrows. Ladies don't bust gussets, Junie B, she said. I was surprised to hear that information. Really, I said? Then what do ladies bust? Roger raised his hand. At our house, we bust our guts, he said. 
Herbie smiled. At our house, we bust our buttons, he said. Sheldon stood up. At our house, we unzip our pants, he said. After that, oh everyone at our table laughed, except for not that Nana. Finally, all of us got finished eating, and the waiters took our plates away. Then, wowie, wow, wow, Lucille's daddy brought out the most beautiful box I have ever saw. It was wrapped in shiny yellow paper with twirly, curly ribbons. He held it up way high in the air so all of us could see. Whoa, whose birthday is it? I shouted, real excited. Lucille jumped up and giggled. Mm, that's not a birthday present, Junie B. It's a, it's a game prize, she said. Before we hunt their eggs, we always go. We're going to play a very fun game, and whoever wins that prize will get the thrill of a lifetime. Right, Daddy? The Daddy smiled. Well, we certainly hope the winner will be thrilled, he said. It's a pretty good prize, we think. Just then, he put the box down, and then he pulled a jar of old jelly beans out of the paper bag. This game is called the Jelly Bean Game, he said. Can everybody see all the jelly beans in this jar? We've got lots of colors in there, don't we? We've got reds and yellows and blues and blacks and greens and oranges and whites. He stopped and held up his finger, but he said this whole big jar of jelly beans, there's only one purple one. Can I see the... Um... Uh-huh, the big ones. Mm -hmm. All of us made a hushy sound. Ooh. He said, we said together. Just one purple one? The daddy smiled. Then he put the jar back into his bag so we couldn't see the colors anymore. Okay, now I'm going to walk around the picnic table and each of you will have a chance to reach in the jar and pull out a jelly bean, he said. But remember, you can only pull out one, okay? We hollered. Okay, okay. Lucille, hurry. Oh, shoot. <laughs> well, you can only put out, pull out one, okay? Okay, okay. We hollered. What, one, two more. Okay, okay. Lucille hurried over and helped held up the beautiful box. And remember this too. The first person to pull the purple jelly bean will get this prize, she said. The thrill of a lifetime. All of us clapped and clapped. Then we bounced and giggled and wiggled and clapped. And then we waited for the jelly bean I'm jar guessing, to come to us. I'm guessing it's May. Ugh, maybe. It was the nervousest wait of my life, I think. Because what if someone got the purple jelly bean before I even got my turn? That would ruin my whole entire chance. I put my hands in front of my eyes, then I peeked through my fingers, and I watched the children pick. Roger went first. Roger's table went first. He picked a red jelly bean. Then Camille picked an orange. Chenille picked a green. Shirley picked a blue. My table came next. My heart beated faster. Jose picked a yellow. Lenny picked a white. May picked another white. Sheldon picked a black. And at last, it was time for me. My, my heart was pounding like crazy. I bent over, did some breathing, and the daddy held down the bag to me, and I breathed some more. Okay, Ginny B, he said, anytime now. I stood up, and I did a gulp. Then, very slowly, I reached my hand inside. She's going to get the purple one. And I felt all the way around for a purple. I wrinkled my eyebrows real curious. Hmm, what does purple feel like, I wonder, I said to myself. The daddy said to please hurry up. I switched my fingers around the jar some more, then all of a sudden I felt it. I felt it, I tell you. I felt purple. I felt roundish and beanish and purple. Then I grabbed it real quick and I pulled it out of the jar and I opened my fingers and guess what? 
And guys, what? Guess. Guess what? Guys, what? Guess. Guess. Guess what? Guess what? It was purple. This, that's, that's white. Wait, white? (laughs) It was purple, that's what? Oh. Come on. Uh. (laughs) I jumped up and down and all around. Purple, purple, I got purple, I shouted. I'm getting the thrill of a lifetime, I'm getting the thrill of a lifetime. I skipped over to me and I smiled real big in her face. Then I skipped to the tables and I did a giant bow. Giant bows are very enjoyable, even when no one is actually clapping for you. After I stopped bowing, Lucille's daddy handed me a beautiful box. I pulled off the paper as fast as I could and I lifted the lid inside. Hmm, I said very puzzled. It's a box of pink fur. I scratched my head. I've always wanted a box of pink fur, possibly, I said. Lucille laughed really loud. Judy B, it's not a box of pink fur. Take it out so you can see what it really is, she said. Just then, I was about to pick it up. Lucille grabbed the pink fur and she held it up in front of me. And at last, actual fun. And that is the last actual fun I had at the party. It's a bunny suit, see? See the bunny suit, Lucille shouted? Junie B is gonna be our party's very own Easter bunny. May laughed real loud. She's gonna be our dumb bunny, you mean. She called out, Junie Jones is gonna be our very own dumb bunny. Just then, the rest of the children began to laugh too. Lucille stamped her mad foot at them. Stop it, she said. Junie B is not going to be our dumb bunny. She's going to be our Easter bunny. And this is the finest bunny costume money can buy. She held it out to me. Here, Junie B, put it on and show everyone how cute it is. She handed the costume to me. I swallowed real hard. Yeah, actually, here's the problem, Lucille. I don't actually like costumes that much, even at Halloween, I said. Mostly I just like dressing up as Junie B. Jones, and that's all. Lucille's whole mouth came open at that news. She put her hands over her ears. Oh no, do not tell me that, Junie B. Jones, she said. You have to be the bunny, you have to. She ran to her daddy and pulled on his arm. Make her, daddy, make Junie B. Jones be the bunny. Make her, she yelled. Lucille's daddy rubbed his chin. Well, we certainly would like if Junie B. was the bunny, but we can't really make her, Lucille. Lucille jumped up and down at me. You're gonna ruin my whole party. Junie B. Jones, she crouched. We hired an expensive photographer and everything, and we're supposed to get our pictures taken with you. Oh, she's pink. (laughs) My ears perked up at that news. Pictures, I said, kind of curious. Lucille nodded. Yes, pictures, she said. The photographer has a seat set up for you in the flower garden. My ears perked up. A seat? You mean like a Santa seat? Lucille jumped way high up in the air. Yes, yes, exactly like a Santa seat, she said. The photographer is waiting for you. You're gonna be a celebrity, Junie B. Will you do it, huh, will you? I sat on the grass to think about it. Lucille's daddy bent down next to me. You don't have to do this if you don't want to, Junie B, he said, but we we do need to get on with the party, so if you could make your mind up, please, do you wanna be the bunny or do you wanna get us to get someone else? She's thinking, dude. Just then, Sheldon shot his hand up in the air. I'll do it, I'll do it, he yelled real loud. I would love to take pictures with everybody. Me too, hollowed Shirley. I would love to do that. I looked at those two kind of curious. Maybe I was wrong about this situation. 
Maybe being a famous bunny was the thrill of a lifetime. I pulled the bunny suit closer to me. Then very slowly, I put one foot in the costume at a time, then the other, then zip, zip, snap, the daddy fastened me up and bingo, I was a bunny. I looked down at myself. My feet were bigger than a clown feet. Also, my ears were floppish and my bunny hands looked like giant paw mitts. I held them out in front of me. I could take a pie out of the oven with these things, I said. Lucille skipped around and clapped. Yay, 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 we have a bunny, we have a bunny. She sang real loud. After that, she grabbed my bunny paw and she started skipping me to the flower garden. Only too bad for me because skipping in giant feet does not actually work that good. So kerplop, I fell right over in the grass. Some of the children started to laugh. Lucille shooed them away and then she quickly hurried to pick me up. Her dress started to get wrinkly and she dropped me into the grass again. Also, she smoothed her skirt very neat. Plus also, really? she fluffed her hair and she shined her shoes. After that, she yelled at her daddy real urgent. Good. Daddy, Daddy, the bunny's down. Come get the bunny. Come get the bunny. The daddy ran over and picked me up then. He started carrying me to the flower garden. It felt embarrassing up there. I tapped on his hand, head. This does not actually make me feel like a celebrity, I said. Daddy kept on going. I tapped on his hand again. No one actually carries Santa, I said. Just then we got to the flower garden and daddy put me down and he showed me the photographer. You mean the daddy? Not the daddy. daddy. His name was Bud. Bud sat me on the bunny seat and he arranged my floppy ears. After that, he went to his camera and he took my picture. Beautiful, he said, gorgeous. I smiled, I like this Bud. Pretty soon the children lined up to get their picture taken with me. And guess what? My best friend named Hermit was Herbert was the very first one in line. He zoomed to my seat real happy. I think you look nice in that bunny costume, he said. You don't even look stupid hardly. I smiled. Thanks, Herbert. You don't look stupid too, he said back. After that both I of us that? Yeah. Both of us said cheese and the bud took our picture. Lenny came next, then after Lenny came Jose, after Jose came Shirley, and after Shirley came all the other children in room one, except for not May. Instead, May sat in the grass all by herself because she was not a celebrity, of course. I said cheese a million times, but I kept on saying beautiful and gorgeous to me. I felt very puffery inside. Can I take this off because yeah, go ahead. Me, me doesn't hurt anymore? Yeah. Because I am an excellent celebrity, I told him. I am making these children's day, Bud laughed. I do not know why. Finally, all the pictures got taken and Bud shook my paw and me. Goodbye. I will miss him. After that, Herb and I walked back to the picnic grounds and we waited and wait till you hear this. Lucille's mother was passing out baskets for the Easter egg hunt. I started to run to get my basket, only what do you know? Kerplop, I fell in the grass again. <clears throat> the children laughed some more, and I pretended I didn't care. It's fun to fall, I said, real stupid. Even Herb rolled his eyes at that one. Lucille's mother helped me up and gave me a basket. I looked at her very upset. Yeah, only how am I supposed to hunt for eggs in this big, giant bunny feet, I said. I can't run in these clumsy things. Plus, also, I can't tackle or scuffle. My mother looked shocked at me. Tackle, she said, scuffle. Oh, my, no. This is gonna be a polite egg hunt, Junie B. There will be no running or tackling or scuffling. We are going to behave like little ladies and gentlemen. 
Just then, there was a loud commotion behind me, and I turned around. May was pointing at Sheldon, pointing and yelling at Sheldon and Lucille. Stop whispering secrets, Lucille, she said, shouted. You're telling Sheldon where the golden egg is. I know you are. I'm telling your daddy. I'm telling your daddy. The daddy rushed over and separated those guys. This bickering has got to stop, he said. If you three can't behave yourselves, you won't be hunting for eggs at all. I smiled at that comment. That would be a nice development, I thought. After he finished scolding them, Lucille's daddy blew the whistle and he told us to line up at the starting line. Everyone zoomed past me. Let me see. No, it hurts to pull this off. Well, no, can no, I just no, show you how no. to do it? It hurts when you pull it. Not a fight of it. Just, can you just trust me? Ready? See? Don't do that. Ready? See? You should have me do it all the time. Okay. Thanks. See, I'm good at pulling band-aids off. <laughs> right? Okay. Did it hurt? No. High five. You trusted me. Okay. Well, now I have to find where we were because I was on band-aid rip-off duty. <laughs> that would be a nice development. I thought after he finished scolding them, Lucille's daddy blew a whistle and he told us to line up at the starting line. Everyone zoomed past me. I lifted my feet and stepped real careful. Then finally I got there and the daddy started telling us the egg hunt rules. Rule number one, no running. Rule number two, no pushing, pulling, or grabbing. Rule number three, no trampling flowers and plants. And finally, rule number four, do not go anywhere that is roped off. He looked up and down at the line. Does everyone understand the rules? He what said. does that mean? What? Ripped off? Roped off. Uh, like they have ropes where you stay inside uh, the ropes because they probably don't want like the flowers stepped on. I thought for a minute and then I raised my hand. Also, there is no tackling or scuffling, correct? I said, because I have already been informed about that situation. The daddy looked odd at me. Well, of course there's no tackling or scuffling, Junie B. That goes without saying. I thought some more and then I pointed at my giant bunny feet. Plus there should be no tripling, tripping the bunny, right? Because the bunny is wearing unfair feet. The daddy frowned. There's no tripping the bunny. There's no tripping anyone, Junie B. I nodded. Yes, but there's especially no tripping the bunny, correct? I asked again. The daddy sucked in his cheek. Okay, fine. Especially no tripping the bunny, he said. Now, may I continue? I smiled. The daddy continued. The hunt will begin when I count to three, he said. You will have 30 minutes to hunt for eggs. Then, when I blow my whistle, you will stop hunting immediately, and you will bring your baskets back to the table. And... Roger raised his hands. What's the price for finding the most eggs, he asked. Lucille's mother smiled. She held up a bag, big wad of flowers. The person who has the most eggs will receive this beautiful bouquet for his or her mother. She said, they're irises from our garden. I picked them myself. Aren't they lovely? Roger looked at the irises. I think my mother would rather have a set of Power Rangers, he said. Lucille's mother made squinty eyes at him. That meant no Power Rangers, I believe. Just then, Daddy blew his whistle. Okay, everyone ready to start? You mean the daddy. The daddy, shoot. Ready, we hollered back. Ready, ready, runner. And so the daddy raised his hand in the air. And one, two, three. The egg hunt was started. Chapter eight, swooping. 
The children ran. They ran everywhere, I tell you, and they ran to and fro and up and down and back and forth and here and there. That's against the rules. Yeah. Also, Roger ran sideways and Lenny ran in a circle. I watched them very fascinated. Some of the children were tackling and scuffling. Sheldon went through a shrub, and that's when Lucille's daddy blew his whistle again. Tweet, 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 everyone come right back here, he shouted really mad. Everyone came back. Sheldon had a stick in his ear and sputtered and sputtered and pointed at May. She pushed me, she pushed me, May pushed me through a bush. May stamped her foot. No, I did not, Sheldon, I did not push you. You pushed yourself, she said. She turned and looked at the daddy. It was the darndest thing you ever saw, she said. He shoved Wait. himself right into that shrub. May or Lucille? May. Yeah. The daddy stood there for a real long time, and then he walked to a picnic table, and he sat down real slow. <sighs> and he hit himself in the head. You like that's probably like that. I went over and tapped on him. I would just like to point out that the bunny did not run, and the bunny was the only one who walked. May overheard me. That's because bunnies can't run or bunnies will fall down, she said. The bunny should not get credit for that. The daddy hit himself on the head again. I walked back to Herbert. He looked kind of worried. The daddy's coming unglued, he said. I nodded. Yes, the daddy's going to need a backup, I believe. Backup is the grown-up word for the police might need to come, possibly. And guess what? Me and Herbert, we're not the only ones thinking that either. Because just then, Lucille's Nana hollered out real loud. Enough, she hollered. I have enough, had enough of this nonsense with you children. She cupped her hands around her mouth and she shouted a brand new roll. It's called if there's any more running or fighting, she is going to call the cops. Whoa. All the children did a loud gulp. <gasps> I looked at Herbert. That seems like, that new rule seems a little harsh, I said. Only guess what? The new rule worked. Because pretty soon the Nana started the egg hunt again. And this time, no one ran at all. No one even walked hardly. Instead, I believe we acted like little ladies and gentlemen and we hunted for eggs very polite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Right. May snuck to stuck to Sheldon like glue. She tried to stick to him too. I tried to stick to him too, but my giant feet could not keep up that good. Make up on grouching. You're not able to, you're not going to get that aid. That golden egg before I do, Sheldon. Even if you know where it is, I'll still beat you, she said. I am on you like a fly on an egg salad. Sheldon rolled his eyes. But I don't know where the egg is, May, he said. I've already told you that. I don't know anything at all. I cupped my rims around my mouth. I believe you, Sheldon. I believe that you don't know anything at all. I never thought you knew anything at all. After that, I hurried to catch up to him because I definitely thought he knew something, of course. Sheldon turned to wait for me. Then all of a sudden, I glanced down at the ground and I did, and he did a loud gasp. I see one, I see one, he shouted. May turned to look. There was a bright green egg under the bushes. Sheldon clapped and clapped. Then he hurried over to pick it up, but swoosh, swoop, scoop. May ducked underneath him, speedy fast, and she got it, got it instead. I got it, I got it, I got it, she screeched. Then she put the egg in her basket and danced all around. Sheldon's face got sputtery mad, but before he could even yell at her, he did another gasp. Oh, I can't see. Use your hand. Um, where is it? Yep, right there. I see one, I see one. 
I see one. Then he clapped his hands and he laughed real happy and he hurried over to pick it up, but. Swoop, swoop, swoop. Maid beat him again. That's not nice. Okay, she needs to keep, he needs to not say it out loud. Two, now I have two, she hollered. She jumped in the air and kicked her feet. I'm a swoop, I swooped, I'm a swooper, I swoop, she said. She ran back to Sheldon and she leaned in his face. I knew you. I would beat you at this game. She said, now I have two eggs and you and Junie B have. She leaned in our baskets. Hmm, let's count them. Zero. Ha, you have zero and I have two. Two to zero. Two to zippity zip zero. Oh. Sheldon looked at me real upset. I frowned my eyes at him. Helpful hint, I said, stop shouting, I see one. Sheldon pointed his at his magic egg shirt, but I just don't get it, Junie B. He said, my grandpa said that the egg with me is, so why don't this, why isn't this magic working? I looked closer at the egg dribble. Maybe it's not lucky, I said. Maybe it's just dirty. Sheldon slumped his shoulders. Then he reached his finger down and flicked the egg off. Only wait till you hear this. Just as he flicked the eggs up, I got it. His eyes got big and wide again. This time I hurried to cover his mouth but my hand with my hand, but Sheldon shouted right through my mitt. I see one, I see one, I see one, he shouted. Oh then before he could even move, swoosh, swoop and scoop, May grabbed egg number three. She twirled in a happy circle around us. Three to zero, three to zero, it's three to zero, she yelled. Sheldon stood there real still. Then very slow, he put his basket, put down his basket and he stretched out his sides of his mouth with his fingers. He stuck his tongue out at me. This was inappropriate behavior, I believe. After that, he snatched up his basket again and tried to rush away from May. but too bad for Sheldon because May stayed right exactly on his heels and they were walking too fast for me to keep up. I stopped and watched them go and I did a big sigh. As I walked to a tree slump, I sat down very gloom. I hate being this dumb bunny, I said, because my feet are too big and my legs are too slow and my paw mitts are way too clumsy. I slumped my shoulders and looked at my empty basket and I did another fact, because let's face it, the bunny was a rotten egg. Lucky bunny. Oh, I bet you she finds a golden egg. Sheldon made three more found three more eggs and May swooped all of them. Every time she swooped, she shouted her head off. Four, now I have four, five, now I have five, six. I just got six. Six was Sheldon's limit, apparently. He stomped to the tree stump and threw his empty basket in the grass. That's it, I'm done. I'm not looking for one more egg for that girl. Let her find her, her own stupid eggs. I quit, he said. May came chasing after him. No, Sheldon, no, you can't quit. You can't quit, come on. We're a team, she said. No, we're you a team. Steal the egg. Team when... May. No. You just want him to yell the egg so you can find yeah. them. No, we're not. We're not Team May, he grouched. I'm an egg finder and you're some creepy swooping bird girl who steals them. That's true. May's mouth opened real shocked. I am not I did not steal your eggs, Sheldon Potts. Those eggs were still in the grass when I picked them up. Just because you saw them first doesn't make it yours. Picking them up is what makes them yours. Sheldon started to yell back. Then he stopped and looked at me. Shoot, he said, because I think she has a valid point. May smiled real smuggy. Thank you, Sheldon, she said. You're not welcome, he said back. And I still 
I'm not helping you look for any more eggs. I'm quitting. May was not expecting that development. She started to sputter. But but you have to look for more eggs, Sheldon. You just have to. No. <sighs> just for one more, just, just a couple more eggs and I can win this whole thing, she said. Plus, you still haven't found the golden egg yet for me. All you care about is the golden egg, May. Just then, the Nana walked by and May reached out to grab Nana's arm. Tell him, Nana, tell him he can't quit. Sheldon is on my team. And when you're on a team, you can't quit. It's not fair. The nanny looked puzzled for a second. Then she did a little frown and shook her head. Oh my, no, she said. I'm sorry, dear, but there's no teams in an egg hunt, and an egg hunt is an individual competition. May did not like that answer. She pulled on Nana's arm some more. But, but Sheldon has to help me. He has to. He, the nanny interrupted. If you don't let go of my arm, I'm going to give you a swat, dear. Oh, spank. May let go real quick. The Nana smoothed herself out and walked on. <laughs> Holy crap. Can you imagine if you went to somebody's grandma's house and the grandma spanked you? Oh my god. I beg. Uh, I'd like to go home now. I beg. Oh my god, I would I'd cry. Bake I was a crying little girl. I'd beg this. I don't know what to do. I'd I don't exactly know how to respond to that. I don't. I would beg this. <laughs> Sheldon laughed real loud. I like... I like that Nana, he said. I smiled. I like that Nana, too, I said. I nudged him with my elbow. Maybe someday she'll be your Nana-in-law. Sheldon did a real loud hoot. After that, we did a high five and a low five and a medium five. And then I scooted over so he can share my tree stump. Lucille spotted us there. Her whole face lighted up when she saw Sheldon. Chelsea, Chelsea, I've been looking everywhere for you. Where's your basket? Did you find the golden egg yet? Huh? Did you, Chelsea? Did you find it? You just want to, him to find it so you can get it. No, so she, whoever finds it gets the play date with her. Uh, Sheldon's face went funny. Um, well... My magic egg shirt didn't work that good, Lucille, he said, and I keep finding the eggs that make up swooping them, and so now I just sort of, well, you know, May butted her head in. Quitting, she hollered. He's quitting, Lucille. Tell him he can't quit. Tell him right now. Lucille raised her eyebrows. You're quitting, Chelsea? <sighs> Why are you quitting? You have to find the golden egg, remember? She said, if you don't find the golden egg, I'll have to sew in my pole with someone else that I actually don't care for. She started getting annoyed. Think of me, Sheldon. You have to think of me, she said. Don't you know anything about being a boyfriend? Boyfriends do not let their girlfriends swim in a pool with people that they don't care for. Uh... Sheldon didn't answer. Lucille's face got madder. Sweat came to her head and her lip. Well, for goodness sake, don't just sit there, Sheldon. Go find that egg, she snapped. Then she wiped her sweat on her expensive dress and she stomped away. Sheldon watched her go. Finally, he turned at me. My little lamb did not actually handle that well, he said, kind of quiet. He paused for a second. Also, she turned into a sweaty drip ball, he added. Just then, May stuck her head in between us. Come on, Sheldon. You heard what Lucille told you, she said. You have to find that golden egg. Come on, find it right now. Then she grabbed his arm and tried to pull him, but Sheldon did not budge himself. He shook her off like she was a bug. I admire that style. After that, both of us sat there until the hunt was almost over, and then we started walking back to the picnic table. Only too bad for me, because I got to pick up my huge, I had, I forgot to pick up my hugey feet, and I fell down in the grass again. And.
that's when it happened. I saw something gleaming. It was gleaming right in my eyes, and I mean it. I blinked and looked again. Then I quick tried to cover my mouth with my pommet, but the words came rushing out. The golden egg, the golden egg. May and Sheldon looked down for a second. No, pick it up, pick all it up, girl. stood there real frozen, and then umph, fump, woof. We all dived in at once and slap, slap, slap. Our pile, we piled on top of our hands. I got it, I got it, I got it. Then suddenly all of us got very silent and we stared into our hand pile and my heart started to pound and I stared some more Then my mouth fell open and I did a loud gasp because the egg was under my giant pommet, that's why. Oh my gosh, I really do got it, I hollered. Sheldon frowned, are you sure, he asked. He wiggled his fingers to locate himself. Shoot, he said, I was hoping I was hoping that big paw was mine. <laughs> I looked at him. That was a joke, I hope. Well, at least you tried to beat me. At least you beat May. I said real loud. Happy. I said real happy. Beating May is still good, Sheldon. Then kaboom. May exploded like a firecracker and she yanked her hand off of the pile and she slapped the ground. He did not beat me, Junie Jones. Sheldon has zero eggs and I have six. How can you say he beat me, you big dumb bunny? She yelled. That's when I am, that's when I exploded. I am not a big dumb bunny, May. I shouted back, I am the celebrity of this whole occasion. Plus, you didn't even find one sequel egg on, her, on your own. And so I will show you how Sheldon can beat you. I will show you right now, right exactly now. In fact, then without even thinking about it, I quickly slid my paw off the golden egg and I let Sheldon's hand drop on it. See, there, ha, May, see? Now Sheldon has a golden egg and you don't. And the golden egg is the winner of this whole event, I said. May's eyes got big as bowls. Sheldon's eyes got big, too. He grabbed the egg with both of his hands, and he jumped up and down like no, a rocket. give it back. Uh, if I was him, I would give it back to her. Okay. May slumped at her feet at the grass. Then, tweet, 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 the Nana blew the whistle, and that was that. The egg hunt was over. Chapter 10, Decisions, Monday. Dear First Grade Journal, today... At school, Sheldon keeps hugging me. Lucille keeps hugging me, too. May keeps glaring at me. She needs anger management classes, I believe. I quit writing and thought about the party. May didn't win, didn't win the most eggs, because guess who did? My friend Jose, that's who. And guess who got the present for the flowers to give him? Wait, and guess who got to present the flowers to him? Me, the bunny. Jose was the happiest boy I ever saw. He jumped way high up in the air. La flores para mi madre. La flores para mi madre. He said, muchas gracias. <laughs> I don't know what that word is. He, I giggled very happy. Something means bunny. I can't say that word. Canjito? <laughs> means bunny in Spanish, I think. I smiled at that memory. Then I started to write it in my journal some more. Sometimes I am not happy about giving Sheldon the golden egg because I made the decision at the spurt of the moment and I still want to swim in Lucille's hot water. Only here's the confusing thing. Sometimes I'm happy about what I did for Sheldon because seeing his face made me smile inside. And so that is something for me to think about, I guess. And guess what else? I'm not calling May dumb bunny anymore probably because bunnies aren't dumb, of course. And so now I'm going to call May a different name. Uh-oh, she just glared at me again. I think I will offer her a jelly bean. Cause that would be nice gesture of me. Please stand by. I put my pencil down into my pocket. Then I pulled out the candy bag and brought it to school and I held it out to her. Would you like a jelly bean bird girl? I said real pleasant. May 
fluttered and shouted very shocked. Then she quick raised her hand to Tattletail. Mr. Scary, Mr. Scary, Mr. Scary, she hollered. Mr. Scary looked back at us. His face did not look delighted. I ducked my head down, made it a gulp, and she lowered her head and started to count to 20. No action was taken. I smiled very relieved. Then finally, I picked up my pencil one more time, and then I finished my journal. May does not like her new name, apparently. That is going to work out just fine, I think. Have a happy, I oops, I mean hoppy day. Your friend, Junie B. Smart Bunny. That was cute, huh? Hoppy day. Have a hoppy day. <laughs> well, I'm kind of like sad a little bit because we only have one book left of Judy B. Jones. I know, she's so good at making a, like, she's just so good. The writer? Yeah. You know what the writer's name is? Barbara Park. Barbara Park, will you write five more Junie B. Jones books so we can read? Because we're out of books. And no, a just... hundred more. Well, let's start with five and see if she can do five. Mm-hmm. Please, Barbara Park. Please, please, Because we only have one book left, and then we're done with Junie B. Jones. Mm, I don't want It's kind of sad, huh? It's like the ending mm -hmm. of a Junie B. Jones era. Mm -hmm. Man. All right, well, mm -hmm. tomorrow, you and me, little sis. And we've actually read this one before. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okie dokie, artichoke. You're yawning. Night, night. <laughs> Peyton, okay, I'm trying this one time. Night to the night, night. Night, night. See, you do love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good night.